0: Hey, this is the Michigan Maniac Podcast, and I am your host, Adam Brewer. This is the big game pregame, Notre Dame. Uh, Before we get into it, guys, just do the housekeeping. Go to YouTube, the YouTube channel, Michigan Maniac Podcast. Go ahead and subscribe. Hit the little bell so you can be updated when I put some new stuff on there. All the reaction episodes will be going up there. Uh, It's a pain in the butt because I'm not recognized or whatever, by youtube so i have to put up each episode in three 15 minute chunks or whatever so it's a pain in the butt but it, at least you get to enjoy it uh go to the social media aspect and also go to uh the facebook page and the instagram uh, go michigan maniac podcast Guys, if you have any questions, I have a new thing that I want to do because I enjoyed it so much. The last time was ask me anything. I, so leave me a voicemail or you can go ahead and just DM me on Instagram and leave me um, and leave me a question on Instagram and I will answer it. I don't care what it is. I enjoyed the last one. I plan on doing more. So let's just do it that way. It will be a lot of fun. Uh, so let's get into this. Now this is exactly how I feel and the only way I can say it actually I can't even say it right I want to let Robin Williams from the movie The Best of Times really tell you how we should be excited or how we should be feeling for this movie or not for this movie but for this game this week You horny to win? Come on you Let's play some football. I don't think anything else needs to be said Are you horny to win? Because I am fucking dying to win right now. I cannot wait to see what this Michigan fucking football team is going to look like. I want to see if the second half Michigan team comes out to play. If these boys have turned into men. That's right. It's not the fucking band. But in real fucking life. I I am super like a virgin on prom night. I am ready to go, kids. I am set. This big game, pregame, I cannot wait. This cannot happen any faster I want to see I want Ronnie Bell to get the first ball I would love to see it to be a touchdown I want to see 110,000 motherfuckers lose their goddamn mind for Ronnie Bell I want us to go out there and fucking run the ball right down their fucking throat I want to kick ass and take some motherfucking names on a national stage for once Instead of everybody looking at us and laughing I am ready for this And if you're not, I don't know what else to tell you I don't Maybe Michigan's not for you To be a Michigan fan is just set in a bunch of anxiety and disappointment And a lot of love So if you don't know how to handle it Get out but this is the time we do it all, man. I'm super excited about this. We're going to do it. Okay, now I got that out of the system. Let's break down some stuff. Um I don't know how we don't win this game, to be quite honest. Well, I, I do know how. The first half season, the first half of the season Michigan team comes up. That's how we lose this game. But I don't think that's gonna happen. Second half, Michigan team, that's where we're at right now. That's what we're looking forward to. Because, I mean, yeah, Notre Dame's good. They're they're a very good team, and if we take them lightly, they'll beat us. But, I mean, the numbers speak well, – it speaks that it's going to be a close game. Notre Dame, they're 56th ranked against the run. We do the run pretty well now. Now that we have a two-headed monster, now that we're doing the edge run, now that we're doing all this stuff, now that we've kind of found who we are as an offensive football team – We do the run well now. And now you've got uh, Charbonnet and Haskins just beating it up. Dude, it's fantastic. And it's not like they're great against the pass either. The 31st against the pass. Now you're going to say, Adam, how do we rank up against those fantastic numbers? Well, I'll tell you. We're 25th against the run. Better. And we're 8th against the pass. So our defense is phenomenal. Our defense is phenomenal mixed it's a very good mix of young and old i'll be honest i didn't realize how many senior team uh, senior players we had on this team until adam the whole ask me anything uh episode i just did we have a ton of senior people on this team and it's about time that they need to step up and make some fucking plays right metellas needs to get up there um hudson's still junior but he's he needs to continue to start making plays continue to make plays not start making um I think we've got a chance, man I mean, uh, yeah, Ian Book Now, for the last couple weeks I have said we need to stop the run To make them pass With Nate Stanley, I was right Clifford was just actually pretty He was more of an impressive passer than I thought And also I thought we'd do a better job Of shutting down um, Handler But, I mean, overall It was only two major plays So it's still not bad uh this week though we need to stop the pass to make them run. I mean, Book is for real. I mean, the kid has got Where is he at? He's he's thrown for 1400 yards, 14 touchdowns, two interceptions and his quarterback rating's 157. I mean, the kid's legit. Um we need to stop the pass. So, I mean, really they really don't have an amazing wide receiver core. They do have a very good and very—I uh, won't even say dangerous—but Chase uh, Claypool is. I mean, well, here's his numbers, and you you make up the, you make up your own decision on this one. Twenty-seven receiving. I mean, twenty-seven receptions for three hundred ninety-four yards receiving and four touchdowns. And, so, and most of those are in the red zone. So when they in the red zone, they're looking for Claypool. He's big. He's a strong kid. So uh, that seems to be their deal. And they seem to bust in uh, Tony Jones Jr., work him out a bit. But even then, he's not killing it. He only has 500, 557 yards rushing and four touchdowns on the season. That's still, that's still good. That's close to, what, 100 yards a game maybe? I don't know if they've had a buy or not. I mean, well, obviously it's the because we're in, what, week eight. Um, but still, I'm. it's not impressive. So, if we just take Claypool out because we're eighth against the pass, so we already do well what they do well. So, we defend that. So, let's do that. Let's just continue it. I mean, let's make him beat us. You know what I mean? Like, if they're going to win, they – He's going to have to figure out how to beat his passing because we're going to take we're going to try and take that away. We're going to do the Belichick, hopefully find out what you do well and just take it away, right? Just boom, done. And then whatever you do poorly, that's how you're going to beat us. So they were they don't run great, so let's make them run. That's that's going to really be the key, and the key of that is that we can have to continue to get pressure. We need Aiden Hutchinson, Quitty Pay to continue to do it, get that up, that middle, that middle. Uh, what, Jesus, I'm tired, sorry. The get the up-the-middle rush from uh, McGrone. You know, we got to get our lockdown guys back involved with uh, Hill and Amory Thomas. We Those guys need to have big games. They really do. Uh, then you have to look at Hudson. Hudson has to have a big game covering Claypool. I would assume that's the break. That's going to be the matchup we're going to be watching on the defensive side. Uh, unless they put... i I doubt they'll put anybody else as a linebacker on him i doubt they'll put mcgrone mcgrone's more of a middle guy right up the middle uh i say that a lot anyways uh that's what i'm going to assume because that's going to be the key for us if we can stop them passing and put pressure on book make him uncomfortable get him off the spot he can move i mean he's in he's more of a mobile guy but I don't think he runs – he doesn't run and throw well. So we need to make him not set his feet. Got to give him those happy feet. Got to make him uncomfortable. Got him, you know, have him as what Darnold says, seeing ghosts out there. We need him to see to have Halloween come early. You know what I mean? We need to pressure that kid. Um, outside of that, though, I mean, I think, I think we can do it. I don't think it's any anywhere outside the realm of possibility. We're at home. We play much better at home. I mean, last time we were there, we shut down Iowa and we had eight sacks. If we get that same, we get that same effort. If we get eight sacks on book. We run away with this game. I really, I really do believe it because I think our offense is poised and ready. And like Harbaugh said a few weeks earlier, they're hitting their stride now. And I'm, I'm going to, I'm on board. I'm going to believe it until they disappoint me, but. I'm going to believe that these guys have figured it out on offense. I mean, let's face it. Uh, yeah, we're not great on offense. Right now, total offense, we're 71st. I, you know, I'm willing to throw all those numbers away just because I am going to believe and I'm selling out into the idea that we are a new team offensively, right? That's what I'm doing. I'm selling in, I'm selling in, I'm buying into the fact that Shea Patterson has figured it out they figured out how to make him successful and with this new running attack instead of just jamming it up the middle for a hundred fucking plays in a row we're actually setting the edge so that's why we need um, Nick Eubanks to have a huge game Maybe not so much receiving, but blocking. We need that kid to set the edge. We need him to hook that defensive end, so the so the guard and the tackle, or maybe even the tackle in the center, depending on how they want to do the pull, pull out unscathed and are able to make the blocks to free Haskins and Charbonnet. This is, I mean, this worked. Beautifully against Penn State, so we need Nick Eubanks to really set that edge. He needs to have a fantastic game blocking. Schoonmaker, whoever else they put in there, has to. Um, Maybe McCune might be healthy this week, so if McCune's in there, he needs to fucking block. That's the number one key right now. We need our tight ends to go above and beyond, and they need to block. That's who cares if they catch one pass, and if they catch maybe that'll set up a lot of play action where he looks like he's going to block, he rubs off, runs a little, like, uh, sag route for a touchdown or something. I mean, there's there's got to be more to that, but we, first we need to set up the run so we can then pass. Well, actually, to be quite honest, maybe for the tight ends we do. But if we start off... Um, I want to get into the keys of the game in a minute. I'll still back off. Uh, but really what we... Now, I want to do the fucking keys of the game. Fuck it. I'm just going to do the keys of the game. So, <laughs> let's get to the keys of the game, right? Um, offensively. So, we'll just stay with that. Eubanks has got a block. We start we start the game off with those quick, like those quick, uh, I wrote it down here. So, oh, quick screens. There we go. I don't know why I can't remember the word fucking screens. Anyways, we start the, the game off passing to set up the run. Then you do the whole edge running. Then you can mix in some play action off of that with the tight ends. I mean, it's a whole chain reaction thing. You got we got to get things on the edge, and that's the only way we're really going to be successful because we need to start getting Shea comfortable, which means we need to get him out of the pocket. We need to get Shea out of the pocket on the roll, so he can run, so he can throw on the run. That's what he does well. That's what he focuses on. And so let's just play to his strength from here on out. Then occasionally, if we need to, he can sit in the pocket because he shows that he does have the temperament to stay in the pocket and make those passes. All right, that's another one. that Shea, being comfortable, quick start, that's what we need, right? Number one key. Shea's comfortability is number one. Two, set the edge. Um, no turnovers. Fast start. Um we need, I mean, everything that we did poorly in Spin State need to, needs to be something that we do better this time. So, like, wide receivers, you can't have seven drops. You just can't, right? No seven drops from our from our wide receivers. Black and DPJ need to step up this game. Ronnie Bell, I think, is going to have a monster game. And I, we need, dear God, please, let us find mid to high Routes for Nico Collins. Let's not throw anything over twenty-five yards, thirty yards downfield, because Shea can't do it. So let's play to his strengths. Because every time we try to throw it deep, Nico Collins always has to come back to the ball, and that creates offensive pass interference or the the chance that that could happen. Because anytime he has to fight for position instead of just outrunning the guy, like he can. That creates the opportunity for offensive pass interference. So let's not try and throw deep. Let's, like I said, I've accepted the fact that Shea's our guy. So let's play within his strengths and not his weaknesses. Um. So yeah, the pass to set up the run, then the run. Can off that off the edge run, you can set up play action. You can set up a bunch of stuff. But pass the set up run, run to set up play action, and we're going to fucking kick some ass, all right? I really do believe it. I mean, for heaven's sakes, North, uh, Notre Dame is 31 versus the pass, and they're 56 versus the run. They're not a top-notch defense. And you saw what we did against Penn State. Penn State's fourth-ranked, I guess, I think against the run and they're in the top five in over total defense. So if we can do that against Penn State at home, then what are we going to be able to do in the big house against a mid-level defense? We should be able to have our way offensively against Notre Dame, right? There should be no reason why we lose this game. None. I mean, there should be none. And then defensively, we need to get pressure on Book, right? That's number one Give him happy feet, like I said. Make him see ghosts. We need shutdown. We need uh, Hill and Amy Thomas have big games. We also need Aiden, Aiden Hutchinson, quiddy Pay, same thing. McGrone. Those five. If those five have big games, I guarantee you we're going to have we're going to have a, a pretty easy win. But the one thing, and I should have added this in earlier, uh, but uh, Hudson against Claypool, that's going to be the key in red zone. You can almost, I can almost guarantee you, if they're anywhere in the fifteen, R fifteen R15 or lower, they're looking for Claypool and Claypool extensively. Right? They're going to try and do some bullshit run with uh, with uh, Tony Jones, or they'll get book out on the edge. So you have to decide if he's going to run or pass, and then don't be surprised if Claypool is the option he goes to. I can just see that happening. I've seen it. I've watched a few Notre Dame games, and that's exactly what it looked like to me. So hopefully Don Brown's noticed the same thing, right? Um, I just – I'm excited about this game. I am very – I'm super excited. I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know how it's going to happen. But I really do believe that you're going to see a different Michigan team. I mean, and it's set up perfectly. Like I said earlier, the nation's watching. It's a night game. It's at the big house. And hopefully, guys, if you live in Ann Arbor and you're going to the game, please don't sit on your hands and be the opera crowd of the big house, right? I hear there's it's a very professional. Sometimes there's these old heads that are very professional. Oh, we must golf clap and we must show the proper uh, etiquette at a football game because we are so highfalutin baloney. No. In that stadium, I want us to be a bunch of nutty, Crazy ass Michigan maniacs Scream, yell, support Do everything you need to be So this way we can get into the heads of those Fucking Notre Dame motherfuckers And we can get going I mean, it's it's sad that even Notre Dame exists As a football team because we taught them everything they need to know. I think I don't know the year, but we were on our way to playing a football game when we stopped in this little shithole town of wherever they play, and we taught a bunch of Catholic kids how to play football. So then they started playing football, created their own football team, blah blah blah. And then if uh, also, just so you know, their stadium is a miniature version of the big house, so they copy us at every possible point. I mean. It's so shocking that Michigan is hated by so many national pundits or teams and all this because so many people are obsessed with us. Actually obsessed with us. Now I know how it feels to be the pretty girl amongst a bunch of normal women. Like a bunch of cat not all women because women are awesome right that's what we're saying here but the catty bitches we all know those catty bitches and it's hard to be the pretty one because yeah we are the pretty one we're the smart one we're everything everybody copies us everybody hates us they they revel in our in our misery because no one wants to see the ones that have been gifted with everything happy and that's just what we are at Michigan, the Wolverines are just the gift. They're smart. We have the best uniforms. We have the biggest stadium. We have the best college. I mean, you live in A2, which is like fucking Disneyland. Birds sing, fucking make dresses for people. The, the fucking neighborhood animals all do a little dance. You know, the whole fucking thing. We, they, Michigan is a, basically a college built in a Disney town. So, why aren't you going to hate us like Michigan State? They live in Hades. I mean, it's a fucking awful shithole. I mean, the only other people, I mean, Flint people make fun of East Lansing, right? From what I hear. I don't know. Uh, but whatever. And, you know, I mean, Ohio, Ohio State, they're fucking, their mascot's a poison nut. I mean, that should go, that should tell you exactly everything you need to know about. The uh, educational value of a Ohio State uh, diploma, right? Was it worth nothing? And I mean, you could have a well, a point five and get in there and be valedictorian. So it doesn't really matter, is what I'm trying to say. And then you have Notre Dame. I mean, yeah. When they're you know when the priests aren't trying to touch them in all the weird places, they're they're playing football. I mean, then they're just jealous of us, right? So. Now that I'm done with my uh little rant or whatever. Uh, yeah, I think we're gonna win. I, I think we're gonna win and we're gonna win convincingly. Um like I said, if this if this Michigan team comes out, the second half Michigan team shows up, I think we win. Um I haven't put it I haven't put it out yet, but I'm gonna say thirty to seventeen. I, th- I think maybe thirty one seventeen, thirty uh yeah, thirty one seventeen. I'll go with that. 31-17. That's how we're going to win it. Two scores. I I really do. I think th- what they do best, we cover best. Uh they have they do have great. They have great talent. Don't get me wrong. They're no schlubs, obviously. But they they're senior heavy and all their senior leadership is on defense. I mean, you've got Okuna Or Okara, I think his name, defensive defensive end. He's got five sacks on the year. You've got Kareem, defensive end, senior also with three sacks. So our offensive line is going to have to continue that great game that they had in the second half against Penn State into this. Because if you can guard and you can defend against Penn State's defensive line, then we can do it against Notre Dame's. They're basically the same, but I think Penn State does it better. So – we continue to do that offensive line has a huge game Runyon Mayfield have to have a good game Bredesen going to have to open up things in the middle same with Ruiz uh, hopefully we get a better little communication so we don't have the the offensive lineman downfield type stuff that's all that's all playing together I guess but like I said all their main senior leadership is on defense they've got the uh Troy Pride Jr., cornerback, 18 tackles on the year. You've got uh, Alohi or Alohi Gilman, a senior safety, a fantastic safety, 38 tackles, one interception. But um, and they can be had. They can totally be had. So let's set up the quick pass to set up the run on the edge, the run to set up the play action. And I'm telling you, we're going to – we're going to win this game. But if we go out, shove our head up our butts, and act like we did in the first half, then anything can happen because we're at home, so we play 10 times better than we do on the road. But I still think we'll win. If we put our heads up our ass, right, and we play like we did against Iowa, defense shows up, offense doesn't, then, yeah, we'll win another 10-7, to 7, a 13-6 to 6 type of game. I don't think that's going to happen. I think you're going to see the first complete game by Michigan football all season long, and it's happening again. I mean, it's happening for the first time, and we're going to see everything that we've ever wanted from this team right now. Because like Robin Williams says, are you horny to win? Because I know I am. So, on that note, guys, I want to get out of here. I know it's a little bit shorter this week, but I don't know what else to give you. I'm not upset about this team. I love this team. I'm very happy about where we could be going with this team. I'm also very nervous because I'm going to look like a gigantic asshole if I'm over here. Oh, we're going to do great. I love them. They're the best team in the whole wide world. And then they shove their heads right up their ass. I'm going to look like a gigantic douche. Um but fuck it, I guess that's what you do, right, when you're a Michigan fan? you got to love them love and hate them, and hate them and love them. That's how it goes. I don't know what else to say. I am kind of nervous because I don't want them to put their heads up their ass, especially Shea Patterson. I am the most nervous about him. But he looked like a real fucking leader last week, so I'm super excited about this. So I think he's going to continue it, but I don't know. Like I said, I don't know who else is going to join the concession team this week. Uh you know, Mason kinda of got off of it because all he did was block, which was good. That's what he's supposed to do. I like seeing him on offense when all he does is block and open up holes. That's all he needs to do. He can smash lockers with his head and open up holes and block on the offensive lo- or on the offensive side. That's all I want him to do. Uh outside of that though, I, I do, I'm really excited. So I'm just going to go early so I don't keep repeating myself or anything dumb like that. But I think everything else, right, we got the keys of the game and everything looks good. We, we are poised to win this game. This is a, This is it for us. We should fucking kill it. All right? So, once again, guys, it is great to be a Michigan Wolverine. It is absolutely great to be a Michigan Wolverine. And always and forever, guys, go blue.